everybody you know what time it is every tuesday night at eight it's time for another insightful and exciting edition of the mcw cast i'm legacy mcw announcer larry legend um mcw promoter dan mcdevitt and i'm tara welcome to the cast indeed and hey episode 46 can you believe it we are almost to 52 episodes which will mean one we year. are one, one year. year that's right hard to believe yeah and thank you, everyone, who's joining us on Facebook or YouTube or on our mo- major podcast platforms, Apple Podcasts, Google Google Play, SoundCloud, Spotify, Stitcher, Pocket Cast, Breaker, Radio Public, and CastBox. Thank you for listening. And, of course, thank you to our coffee club members as well. It is getting cold out again, so we are all back on the hot coffee, not the iced anymore. So thank you for that. That's right. And happy holidays, yeah, everyone. Yeah, we sure. week this past week, a couple big events, not just Thanksgiving, which... I hope all of you guys had a good Thanksgiving. I had a lovely Thanksgiving with my two aunts, Aunt Cynthia, mm-hmm. Aunt Wendy, and my mom, Waverly. And uh, that's what it's all about, is getting together with mm-hmm. family and breaking bread and just enjoying the time that we have together on this earth. Yep. So I got I, lucky I had two Thanksgivings. Oh, wow. I know. I haven't done that in a while, so that was nice. I that's like awesome. So. Yeah. It was good. Well, also, Larry, uh, happy belated birthday. Yeah. Thank you so much. I am now 40. Wow. 40 years old um, and also uh, about to celebrate an anniversary of of getting involved in pro wrestling. The first time that I ever announced was for here, MCW Pro, on December 4th, 2002. So 19 years in, when we celebrate. This Saturday. That's right. Season's beatings. I'm a 40-year-old man and I'm about to go into my 19th year of being a pro wrestling ring announcer. So So that's a good lead-in for this week's edition of the MCW cast because we're not going to have an in-studio guest, but it's going to be basically uh, a pre-show. That's right. right. A preview for the show for season's beatings because this is one of the most important ones we do because it's also Toys for Tots. Mm -hmm. Um, We love, you know, this is probably our fifth or sixth year. Mm -hmm. Um, helping out. So if anybody's coming to the show, please bring an unwrapped gift um, Mm -hmm. this week to Seasons Beatings, Saturday at the MCW Arena, and you'll be able to get a picture with Santa's helpers. That's right. We'll be having here to take pictures and just help out a great cause. Absolutely. It's the season of giving. It starts with Thanksgiving, and I feel like we should just spread that all year round. But this is the time that you actually can tangibly give something (laughs) to bring a smile to an unfortunate child's face. And you know, that's what Christmas is all about. It's about the kids, you know, and, and also it's about giving and, and bringing those smiles to mm-hmm. the faces. So please, if you can, an unwrapped toy, bring it on down to the MCW Arena on December the 4th as we celebrate 2021's edition of Seasons Beatings. And Larry's anniversary. And my anniversary. <laughs> and hey, this is a significant thing. This is our show to close the year out. And what a year it was, you know. We this will be our last offering for 2021. The next time you'll see us will be 2022. We may have something that we may be adding. Yeah. Oh, yeah, late breaking news from the championship <laughs> committee. You want to spill the tea, or no, no, no. we'll probably make the announcement at season's meetings. We yeah, might be adding. We might something. have. All right. So we might you never have know. One more. I guess we can't use the term "final battle." That's copyrighted by Ring of Honor. <laughs> Indeed. Um, but we may have one more event. We'll announce this weekend. And speaking of Ring of Honor, I feel like I was watching Ring of Honor TV over the weekend, and I saw a few familiar faces that were accompanying Dalton Castle 
to the ring. You know, Dalton Castle is known for having his boys uh, that fan him and kind of, you know, do the whole presentation, the fanfare of Dalton getting to the ring. And I felt like I saw a few of the MCW Academy uh, students that got that great opportunity to appear on TV. What a bonus that must have been for those students. to. And was that the show? Did Dalton Castle win the ROH TV title? Well, what I saw was Dalton observing a match. I believe he was observing a match between Dak Draper and put me on the spot here but whatever the case may be he had four of the boys and even though they were masked boys i think that i could pick out a few of those faces and uh you know it's really really a moment of pride to see a lot of our kids up there doing the thing with uh, ring of honor so shout out to ring of honor wrestling for assessing and grabbing up some talent one too many years uh, ago they pulled leo rush and had him a part of something so you know the sky's the limit and, and they got i guess give them a plug they're they're Final battle. Final battle is um, the December 11th. 11th, yeah. December, December 11th, yep. So about a week and a half away, and that's on pay-per-view. That's on pay-per-view, yep. yep. And we'll be their last show for the foreseeable future until the yeah, next year. Yeah, taking a break. Yeah. yeah. And you mentioned Dak Draper, and that is actually, he is in our Flashback Friday match for this week. It is Dak Draper versus Kakoa versus Joe Keys from 2019 anniversary. Awesome. And I just remembered it was Eli Isom. It was Dak Draper and Eli okay. Isom. And I don't know what the story is because I haven't really been following Ring of Honor as closely. But, uh, you know, Dalton has his eye on Eli Isom, I think. Gotcha. And it was kind of making him feel a little uncomfortable, distracting him. But it was a great match. Dak and Eli had a great match. And it was also, like I said, just a bonus to see a lot of our kids down there doing their yeah. thing and appearing on TV. All right. Well, very good. I guess we get to our first break and come back and get right into it yeah well also i wanted to bring up our guest from last week was luke hawks and um you affectionately referred to our students as kids and luke hawks is an example of someone who really did start as a kid and if you didn't check it out make sure that you go back and listen to that or watch that episode because it was really enlightening talking to him and you know of course we've known him for years and i'm just seeing how his career arc has Mm -hmm. you know just carried him so far and onto just so many amazing opportunities so i really enjoyed speaking with him and um you know of course i love heels so i got to ask a lot of heels questions that i've been wanting to ask for like months Um, yeah it's great that they got season two yeah Mm -hmm. i'm looking forward to that i actually found it interesting um, the show. Mm-hmm. I thought it was good too. I thought it was a great yeah. show. Now, have you watched it yet? Because well, I know you said you were going to. Now, I'm a very busy legend. Okay. <laughs> so, in between, you know, shows in Tennessee and New Jersey and, you know, here, there, and the, the third, I don't really get a lot of time to consume uh, shows. I am watching Chucky uh, because, you know, I'm a huge horror movie fan. So, Chucky is okay. my one show that I'm into. Is that a show now? Oh, uh, like, yeah. They have it on the USA Sci-Fi. USA Sci-Fi. I guess they're one network or whatever. Uh, but, yeah, it's like a, a series with the doll. You know, the famous doll. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. yeah and it's... Um, it, it, okay. It tackles a lot of LGBTQ, uh, hmm. you know, topical issues. Um, and in particular, with young kids that are experiencing you know going through feelings so i found it really really not only uh you know just macabre with all the blood and murders and everything but also kind of very touching and sensitive so uh, i am going to catch up to heels i promise you luke i know you're listening and i didn't know anything about this show really besides that it existed but i will catch up with season one uh as soon as i get done chucky good dan are you watching anything right now i am not I am not. Um, but I, the, the last show that I did watch was Heels. Okay. Um, but I'm, I'm not. I don't have anything that interests me. I, I like a lot of the, the serial killer shows and documentaries uh-huh. on serial killers and stuff like that. Um, 
but oh you know what just popped back up and i haven't it just because it's it's i'm afraid it's going to disappoint from the first season is tiger king oh, oh yeah i haven't too. watched that yet i, <laughs> I, I, seen, I saw season. a lot of people say and i don't i don't i saw a lot of people say it's disappointing because they just try i guess they just tried to they, they talked about like him trying to get remember when he do you remember when his attorney and they was was appealing to Trump and trying oh, yeah. to get and like mm -hmm. right up to the day Trump left office, he actually had a limo. Did you know that? I didn't know. Yeah, yeah. His attorneys were trying to appeal to Trump. But then like after all the stuff that the January 6th stuff happened, I guess he and they explained that they, they had had a meeting to meet with him to try to present the um, the pardon. Yeah. But then all that stuff happened. So his last couple of weeks in office, the last thing he cared about was meeting with the Tiger King attorneys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but they had a, they had um, a limousine actually waiting right up to the day Trump's wow. last day in office, sitting there waiting outside the jail, basically waiting for him, thinking that Trump was just going to sign off on this and he was going to go. Wow. Probably had a film crew and everything. And it, it, yeah. I mean, there was a lot of this, but apparently like after that, it's just kind of like, oh, uh, like they just tried to like squeeze everything they can out of a whole yeah, other yeah. season. Just well, you know, the first he, he just so got good. transferred to another hospital because he has prostate cancer and they oh, just transferred he? him wow. to another hospital. I, I got to be honest, the, a prison is the last place I'd want to be with something like cancer. I didn't realize he had that. Yeah, he was he actually got diagnosed in there, which kind of is kind of alarming because that's one of those cancers that you, you know, by the time you see it. A lot of it's, times it's too late. It's too, too late. late. Yeah. Unless like, I don't know, do they give colonoscopies <laughs> in prison? Maybe they do. I don't know. Maybe they called in routine screening. I didn't see a lot of information about it, but I did read, I think it was only last week that he just got transferred to another prison to get medical care so maybe you know i don't yeah, know so I, I haven't been too quick to jump into that just because like the first season to me was so freaking good <laughs> yeah it's so good it's oh, yeah. like i don't want to like ruin it you know i i get like money and all that they had to try to get in because it did so good but mm -hmm. i don't know if i you know Yes, some things you just want to preserve the way yeah. that you remember them, yeah. and if you revisit it, it it's actually kind of like uh, the Halloween kills. You know, they're they're doing these Halloweens now because they, I guess, yeah, wanted... they're like retelling the stories yeah. too. Retell which is... Yeah, and it's like I like old Jamie Lee Curtis right. fighting her brother. Now they're both like in their sixties, <laughs> so how am I supposed to believe that? <laughs> yeah, you right. know, she's that much of a bad. Yeah. You know what? And so is he. Um, and it's the nostalgia. It's hearing the music. You know, you see, you see, like your favorite characters make a cameo, yeah. but the actual content is kind of crummy. Yeah. But you know what content is not going to be crummy is seasons beatings right. on December the fourth, right here at the MCW Arena. And with that said, let's uh, go to our first break, and, and then we'll, we'll get right into it. Indeed. Okay. Hey, MCW fans, you do not want to miss our show December the 4th, Season's Beatings, right here in Joppa. That's right. We've got nine action-packed matches on the card, and you do not want to miss them. But you know what? Before we talk about those matches, this night is important for another reason, and that's because this is our annual Toys for Tots donation drive. So we ask you, MCW fans, when you come to our show on Saturday, that you bring a new unwrapped toy for any age child and leave it at the door. And in return, you will get to get your picture taken with Santa's special helpers, right? Yes, absolutely. Tis the season for giving. Definitely come out and make sure you bring the toy with you. That's right. This year has been hard for a lot of people and we just want to give back and make the children's Christmas memorable for them. So let's get into the matches. 
Uh, we're not going to go over all, but we have a women's four corners match with Gia Scott, Nikita Knight, Quinn McKay, and Erica Lee. Yeah, Erica Lee is making her MCW debut, and Quinn McKay is returning to MCW. She debuted in the ring at Hollywood, Maryland, and now she's joining us here in Joppa. So I know that this Four Corners women's match is going to be exciting, and you're going to love it. And we can't forget about Action Andretti versus James Ellsworth. He is the new Shane Shamrock Memorial Cup champion. He'll be accompanied by Scarlett Bordeaux, and James Ellsworth will be with Ryan McBride. That's right, and the two of those have a lot of history between them when it comes to the Rage TV title, so it'll be interesting to see if any of that comes into play during the match. And last but finally not least, we have a steel cage match with Moses versus Brian Johnson. Now these guys have had a bit of a battle yeah. leading up to this. They are angry elves. Very angry <laughs> Yeah, so it's gonna be Locked inside of a steel cage match. No escape. So you do not want to miss this. MCW fans, get your tickets now. We will see you Saturday, December 4th. And get those tickets at mcwprowrestling.com. Don't forget your toy. And we are back here in studio, ready to present this preview show of our huge Seasons Beatings extravaganza on Saturday night, December the 4th, right here at the MCW Arena. Nine big matches. It's a lot. Mm -hmm. Yeah. A lot to get through. Um, so let's let's run down the tail of the tape, as it were. Let's talk about what the fans are going to see, the MCW faithful are going to see here at Season Speedings. I guess the first match, the first matchup. Big tag team extravaganza, as I call it. Um, yeah, this is kind of like a mix and match tag. Um, I guess, you know, I, it, it may have been on social media. It was supposed to originally be Napalm and Solo. Um, versus Killian and Miles, but uh, Solo unfortunately tore his bicep. Yep. Wow! And is going to require surgery, so he's going to mm. be out for a pretty significant yeah. amount of time. Jeez, yeah, yeah, those those muscle tears, those are not a not yeah. a. And he's got big muscles, right? Yeah, <laughs> I remember with with Triple H tearing I mean, his quad, it's yeah. not you know the doctor was like it's not a average size right. quad, so it's a way bigger yeah. tear that you would see you know with an athlete, so. That is unfortunate, but mm -hmm. G Fed seizing the day here. Yeah, G Fed, uh, and um, we were going we were going to kind of switch things up just to give people a little inside baseball here to G Fed and Rayo versus Miles and uh, Killian, but Rayo was actually in Orlando doing AEW Dark, um, so wasn't gonna. It's kind of how. So we we just put um, G Fed and Napalm to. V very successful tag team so it's kind of like a throw together because uh for killian and miles this is their basically their second tag team match mm -hmm. well you know something about g-fed that he is such a versatile and i think kind of flies under the radar yeah he, does. Oh, gosh, he yeah. really does but he's so versatile and so adaptable like you know you might look at that and be like g-fed and napalm i think it's going to be great because he really he's he's just great to work with i mean he's just a, a kind of quiet unassuming and, guy and but multi so smart multiple time tag team Absolutely. Yeah. Not, not just in mcw but in other promotions yeah. as well i dare say a tag team specialist yeah really? um you know that's mm -hmm. a term that we don't hear as much any anymore yeah. but you know marty Janetti uh was always mm -hmm. referred to as a tag team specialist yep can partner with anyone and have spectacular matches and yep. I, I think it's fair to call g fed a veteran at this absolutely point. Oh, sure. yeah you he's got to be 
going on, he's been around probably going on 20 years. Yeah. yeah been yeah, around 20 so. years and been in many different arenas yeah. that we've right. held our shows in from the North Point all the way to the MCW arena current today. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it and definitely looking forward to seeing Killian and Miles mm -hmm. together as yeah, the Yeah, how they're evolving, right. Oh, you know, yeah. They got yeah. this, this uh, the tape, they kind of got put together. Uh-huh. You know and, what it reminds me of? It reminds, it's reminiscent of... um old ECW. Remember how sometimes ECW would just start with like, you know, a tag team established like Roadkill and mm -hmm. Danny Doring against like a Tajiri and Mikey Whipwreck mm -hmm. or something like that. And you'd be like, oh, wow, never thought Mikey Whipwreck and Tajiri would be put together. And then they mm -hmm. strike fire and the next thing you know, they're a team and on to tag team gold. Yep. So well, Miles and, and Killian on their first their first uh, tag match together at uh, Autumn Armageddon mm -hmm. in Hollywood were successful. Um, against Robbie and Bobby, former multiple-time MCW Tag Team Champions. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you know we we do uh, you know we do the birthday parties of course, and sometimes those kinds of pairings happen organically. Um, you know, Killian and Miles both do the birthday parties regularly. But another one that comes to my mind is Robbie and Bobby. They were a birthday party uh, thing that the Tag two of them came they came yeah. out together. I'll never forget it. I was sitting there at ringside. I was announcing that birthday party, and I texted RJ in the back, and I said, "You got to watch these two. And, <laughs> and then. Next thing you know, they were on a show and they had such great chemistry together. So those those pairings that on paper might not, you might, oh, maybe that's not going to be that great. They sometimes do turn out to be the best. Yeah. And speaking of those um, birthday party findings, we can't um, forget about the legendary Rock and Bowl Express. <laughs> oh, right. Yes. Yes, indeed. Yeah. Oh, so. That was my favorite one that came together. <laughs> so in, in the past, we've created magic with these uh, pairings. And who knows? At season's beatings, we may see some magic created right in this tag team bout. Mm -hmm. You know, definitely, uh, you know, the a lot of tag teams coming together and the tag team division's heating up. So who knows? Maybe Napalm and G-Fit end up. You know, sticking together, sticking, sticking together. with it. Yeah. What would we call them? Ebony and Ivory? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> you can say that. I can. <laughs> All right. That's <laughs> why I did. If I said it, it would be we racist. Canceled. <laughs> we canceled. Since you said it, it's okay. <laughs> All right. Well, what else we got on deck at Season's Beatings? All right. Uh, oh, four this corners. match I'm looking for. I bet you are. Yeah, and I'm, I'm really happy. This is... You know, our women's division's really coming together. Mm -hmm. I, I kind of felt like the last couple years um, we had kind of stopped focusing on it. And um, I think it was really important to a lot of us to get back focusing on mm -hmm. the women's division. We got a lot of a lot of women coming in and competing. And um, this four corners match uh, between K Quinn McKay, Nikita Knight, Erica Lee, and of course, um, you know, former multiple time MCW Women's Champion, Gia Scott. Mm -hmm. But I'm really glad to have Quinn McKay. She's competing with us. You know, she was exclusive to Ring of Honor, and they've altered their, their contract stuff so where she can, you know, Quinn can start to do indies, and I'm really happy to have mm -hmm. her as, like, a, a permanent part of the MCW Women's Division. So this is her first time wrestling in MCW. No, she no, was wait, in Hollywood. She was, that's she, um, right, that's she right. She wrestled on Hollywood. She wrestled Amber Rodriguez. She won. That's right. That's her first time here in Joppa. Yeah, first time in Joppa. Right. She was at, at uh, Holly, uh, Artem Armageddon Hollywood mm -hmm. and defeated Amber Rodriguez, another former mm -hmm. MCW Women's Champion. Well, it's not Quinn's first time wrestling, but I got to tell you, one of the most heartwarming things for me, as and I'm sure for you as well, Tara, and especially you, Dan, us all being 20-year veterans when it comes to this, this game, is seeing um, the debuts, yes. the wrestlers who finally make it to MCW, and that would be Erica Lee. That's she will right. be debuting. I know Erica Lee from a lot of different mm -hmm. companies, the Cassandro Cup, uh, Paris is Bumping, IWTV, mm -hmm. uh, you know, 
original programming, if you will. And I'm so happy to see her finally get an opportunity here in MCW. We just had Tony Deppin mm-hmm. finally debut, Casey Navarro at the Shane mm-hmm. Shamrock Memorial Cup. And I got to tell you, a lot of these wrestlers have MCW Pro as a goal. Yes. A long-term goal to yeah, wrestle in sure MCW do. because we're 23 years in, you know, with our with our legacy. So, yeah, it's going to be a great opportunity for Erica Lee and Nikita Knight coming on back. So, Please. give us a little background on Erica Lee cuz like the pull the curtain back here. You guys, I guess Tara yeah. actually brought her to me. Oh, right. Um, we worked a birthday party yeah. a few weeks ago and birthday she actually a, per- she, she worked GS Scott. Okay. And um they had a great match. And afterwards, you know, I sent you pictures during the match. And, yeah. uh, you know, I was like, this girl's great. You know, I just loved her personality. And she just brought something different. And I just thought, oh, she could fit in really great here. Like, and, you know, she said, oh, I've wanted to work here for so long. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, I guess it's not really a secret, but the birthday parties are kind of the way That's in for a lot of people. But and also, you know, like, the, it's, it, there's so much white noise, like, for me, because... As a promoter of MCW, mm-hmm. I get slammed so much. Oh God! Yeah. And, and I could literally yeah. spend two, three hours a day just responding to people that are so like you. You kind of got to find a way to get through the white noise. And mm-hmm. and yeah, we're a you know I can't imagine what it is for like Ring of Honor and places like that. But um, we get it a lot. So that that's the thing too. You talk about people wanting. I, it's it's so hard to get through the noise because I have to block out so much because otherwise I just have to sit and respond to people trying to get work. It's it's kind of overwhelming, you know. Well, that's where I, you have yeah. a right. Tara well, and a Larry like kind of right. yeah. yeah. yeah you know. Actually, Tony Deppin, you were the first person mm-hmm. that started bringing him to my attention. It was like I was like, okay, looking at him some stuff, yeah. and then I reached out. And, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, he had a great match with Action Andretti. He was great, at, at and Mops he's and local match. too. So he's I'm, local, I'm, but I'm, he's in high demand. He is. So he it was it was great to get him for that monster mash. Um, and hopefully we can see him again, but I'm just so excited to see Erica Lee mm-hmm. make her debut. I, I, a funny story about Erica Lee, I've announced her for a few years, and I feel like every time I announce her, she has a new moniker. Because I think <laughs> she's just, she's trying to get it right. At one mm-hmm. point, she was the gummy bear kid. Um, and I was like, the gummy bear kid? And she's like, yeah, because I'm bouncy. You know, like, and, and she is, you know. She she's, is. She bounces to the ring and just Love has high energy. energy. Yeah, so. She reminded me of, like, Bailey. Like, it, you know what I mean? When she analogy. made her yep. debut. 100%. She just had that vibe. Like Kids are going to love her. Uh, 100%. Yep. Yeah. So yep. she's got a couple years experience. Oh, yeah. yeah a couple Actually, years. A lot. Yeah. I mean, like, at least I was looking up some of her videos, and I went back like 10 years. I mean. That oh, long? I think, wow. I didn't know that. I think it was that long. I'm almost positive. They're, uh, You're probably right. So what uh, yeah. other promotions have you seen her at, Erica? So uh, um, Erica Lee, actually, I, I met in, uh, there are a lot of LGBTQ shows that are popping up here. I know the GCW has Effie's Big Gay Brunch. And uh, uh, Billy Dixon, uh, a DC wrestler, Billy Dixon, puts together a show called Paris is Bumping, which is kind of an homage to Paris is Burning, the old LGBTQ mm. documentary about the ballroom scene. And that's when I first met Erica Lee. And uh, she came, she did a um, a four-way match involving women and men and transgender uh, wrestlers. And then uh, Billy did another show called the Cassandro Cup, which was a, an, uh, uh, to honor the legendary uh, Exotico, is what they mm-hmm. call them in uh, Lucha Libre, Exotico. You really can't tell, is this a woman, is this a man, you know? Uh, okay. But Cassandro, legendary. And I saw Erica Lee there, and um, yeah, she's all over 
IWTV, Camp Camp Nowhere, I believe it's or Camp Leap, Leapfrog, I believe it's called. She's a staple there, so mm-hmm. she's got a lot to bring to the table, and I am excited about this, Me as too. excited as you are. So this okay. this Four Corners match is probably, I'm going to assume, the winner of this really set up for probably a shot at the Women's <laughs> Champs. I hope so. You're the yeah. committee. <laughs> The you championship, know? yeah, sure. you would yeah, feel so. Well, I, yeah, I mean, I think I could, I could definitely see it going to, I mean, any of them. I know Gia is hungry to get that title back. Well, she's <laughs> so. the best damn woman. Yep. Okay, so we're gonna find <laughs> out when she's got Erica Lee and Nikita Knight and Quinn McKay to tend to. All right, I guess after that, the next match is a uh, classic. classic. Eric Martin, classic mm-hmm. Eric, Eric Martin, mm-hmm. former MCW cast guest. Jack Draper, uh, too. Mile High Magnum. Both of them, actually. Yeah. yeah. He was on one of our first ones with Quinn. That's right. And the dog. When I, yeah. When, yes. when I took that tumble. Half that, door. <laughs> Half right. door. I that, loved him. That's he right. So yeah. <laughs> Dak, too. Another one that with a, you know, changing Ring of Honor contract status and mm-hmm. allowing, essentially allowing um, their contracted performers with how things are changing to take independent dates. Obviously, um, Dak's right in this area and um, reached out, and I wanted to get him on because, obviously, he's an asset, um, as both of those two are. Absolutely. So, that should yeah. be a barn mm-hmm. burner hoss fight. Yep. Yeah. Okay? And you, if you know me, I'm a big Boss Man fan, a Bam Bam Bigelow fan, a Vader fan. I came for hoss. Okay? So to see these two big old bulls get in there and lock horns, I, I'm expecting fireworks. So And Eric, he's been, you know, he's been kind of, he's been treading water and, and had a couple, you know, slipped on a couple banana peels and trying happens. to get back on track. So he's got a, he's got a high task ahead of him this yeah. week with uh, with Dak Draper. So we haven't been given too many predictions here. Do you have a you have a favorite in this one, Tara? You think? He, Boy, you think? it could go either way, really. <laughs> I don't know that I ha- I can make a call. Two solid, yeah. wrestlers, man. Just like solid. I don't honestly, and I know this is a cliche. I don't think I've ever seen Dak. Or Eric Martin have a bad match. Yeah. No. You know, like a match where I'm like, right. oh, that was a real stinker. Right. So when you take two guys like that and put them together, it's going to be, like I said, a barn burner. And I'm looking mm-hmm. forward to this one, too. Yeah, definitely one that, that uh, you know, um, either the Rage title or heavyweight title. Yeah, probably. In, con- in contention for it after Absolutely. this one. Yeah. All right. After. Oh, Dante Caballero. The hits just keep coming. Mm-hmm. Against Robbie. That's right. And I tell you what, and me and Tara have talked about this. Um, I've been so impressed with Portia. Yeah. Uh, Where'd she come from, right? I know. Yeah. I, I, I said this to Tara. I said I had seen some of her promos in the last like couple months and was like, where did this girl come from? <laughs> I love her promos. Uh, I, she's so easy to work with, too. Yeah. So I love when we put her when we put her on the list and she's got a promo like because it really brings out that character side mm-hmm. of her too and you know she she just embraces that character so well i'll tell you this much i don't know much about portia personally but i can tell you one thing i love her gear every oh, yeah. time that the cartel comes out my eyes are on what portia has on mm-hmm. and it's just so great that what's coming out of that performer mm-hmm. matches how spectacular she looks. She has yeah. that it look. Oh, yeah. yeah. She Absolutely. has that it look. Oh, yeah. And, and you know, so does Dante. For oh, my matter. gosh, yeah. Let's not they, sleep on Dante Caballero. You know, yeah. I mean, Dante, and this isn't taking anything away from Robbie, like Dante's just, Dante's one of those guys just that to me has the whole package, and I keep waiting 
to hear that one of the other companies is coming after him. Uh, just, they gotta, uh, yeah. they gotta you know, have him under under yeah. a microscope, under their uh, you know looking glass uh, yeah. to bring him in. And he was, he was actually on an incline with ROH before everything happened. So. You know, fingers crossed that ROH is able to, to kind of pull things back yeah, together. Yeah, yeah, and and, you know, and get Dante and obviously there's lots of rumors going around the internet, but yeah. nobody knows anything. Right. And um, they do have they're building an all apparently booked for a supercard of honor. That's right, April. April, April is the date. They oh, will okay. be doing yeah. something. They already have announced we're doing something in April. Okay. We're taking like a sabbatical, so Okay. Sky's the limit. We never know. Yeah, so I think, um, you know, I I think just to kind of touch back on that, like people take for granted how much um, financial toll, um, because let's let's like say, you know, something really obviously positive about Sinclair and Ring of Honor is for that whole um, year and a half money, um, they all of their contracted talent they paid and they didn't have a single show. Not only Um, that, think about the expense of the the, remember the bubble. Oh, when they were when when they were doing shows again. Yeah. Yeah, When when they they were doing them and we're doing the tapings, the amount of money and the fans that kind of give them crap, they have no idea. They put out they had a higher um, safety protocol than any of the other any big of them, companies yeah. that were running. It was yeah. so because of the Maryland State Athletic Commission, but Sinclair stepped up and did it. And they just spent a massive amount of money and took care of all their talent. I mean, in the probably millions. Millions, Dan, of Yeah, course. easily. And, you know, uh, I know so, what some of those guys were making, you know, yeah, the Briscoes, so, Jay Lethal, right. you know. So I think maybe they, you know, from a big company, a big corporate company standpoint, like Sinclair, they probably just need to kind of regroup. Right. You know, regroup and reorganize. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, let's hope because Ring of Honor is a really important part of the ecosystem of professional wrestling. Absolutely. You know? And real quick, because there's another person up there and yep. that's Robbie. You want to talk about high energy? <laughs> I got to tell you, anywhere on the card that Robbie is, whether mm-hmm. he's with a tag team or by himself, it is just 150% energy that enters that ring, all eyes on him, and he really elevates any match that he's a part of. Mm-hmm. And just like with Dak and Eric Martin, I can't imagine anything but just spectacular action out of this contest and uh i'll be looking forward to it i guess i'm looking forward to the whole show all three of them yeah you know sounds good too absolutely so (laughs) except for the captain of the championship committee for putting this together and i am looking forward to it as well oh yeah what do we got next pat prink and alec odin against lore diaz and angel alvarado that's mm-hmm. right, of the cartel. Mm-hmm. With Portia again. Also She's got Portia. a busy night. She does have a busy night. Wait a minute. I remember at Monster Mash, there was uh, kind of some dissension backstage between Dante and the rest of the members of the cartel. Didn't they, like, walk out on him or something? Or They they were having yeah. they, they, they were having, they, words. They were having a bumpy road there. Yeah, it didn't seem yeah. like, yeah. So I want to see how that's going to play out. Maybe there'll be some sort of... Well, you know, it's like when you have a large family and there's infighting among the siblings. You know, they can get along and be a happy, loving family. But, you know, sometimes on, off on the side, maybe not everybody's getting along quite as well as everybody yeah. thinks. Yeah. You know, and they're, they're like a big, happy family, right? Yeah. But, you know, the thing about it is, is like of that big, happy family, Dante is clearly the shining star for MCW champion, you know. And in a lot of instances, that big, shining star can kind of eclipse you know, the other members right. of the family that actually are the backbone, the support for Dante to get right. to the level that he is. So 
Well, it, that's that's a great point. You yeah. know, he's the one that's had all the title matches. He's the one that's been champion. You know, I mean, the the other ones in the in the group may be starting to feel like they're playing second fiddle. Yeah. So maybe the cartel can get together and get themselves in tag title contention. If well, they, they can... got a tall task. Oh. <laughs> no tall day. meaning Pat Brink and Alec Odin. They yeah. are tall. <laughs> And too big, pretty yeah. physically impressive. Obviously, Pat, a longtime veteran. You know, oh, yeah. 20 years. Uh, 20 years as well. Yeah. Signed with WWE a couple times and spent time down in FCW and NXT. Um, but he's in a great uh, mentorship Indeed. for young Alec Odin. Um, but they, they, I think they could end up being a real force in the tag team division. I mean, look at them. Mm-hmm. They're the... Um, the ivory version of uh, um, uh, yeah Stone. right now you can't say that <laughs> right, right yeah I can say that not get canceled <laughs> yes so, I'm looking forward to that one but uh and it was unfortunate because when I saw them two together I was actually that was a match I wanted to head towards Pat against yeah, Alex. I'll say it now because I was like those two together like we're not going to be able to get to it at least not for a significant time yeah. Um, Pat and Alec versus Napalm and Solo oh, was yeah. that I wanted to head oh, towards, my gosh, but yeah. obviously that's kind of sidelined yeah, um, yeah. at this point in time. So, yeah, that was something I was like, man, this is something that could be one of those matches that people like, oh, yeah, this is, you know what I mean? This is a physically impressive match. So yeah. we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Um, and don't don't judge a book by its cover because, you know, you look at it on the surface, and it's like, oh, Pat and Alec, they're going to eat these guys alive. But with that third person out there, Portia, can provide quite the distraction. And the bull, he's kind of always Oh, the bull there around lurking somewhere. around, too. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. He's always lurking somewhere. That's right. I've never seen him not up to something suspicious when he's at ringside, come to think of it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, yeah. Exactly. When he's not making Dante's drinks, he's up to something shady. <laughs> you said it. Well, look, we've got a couple more matches that we want to go over on the preview. Yeah, let's take a quick preview here from Danny Mays, and uh, we'll be right back here on the MCW Cast. Fuel the MCW Cast by visiting buymeacoffee.com slash mcwcast. And for just $3, you can buy the cast a coffee. Or you can choose to become a member of the cast for just $5 a month and get several additional perks. That's buymeacoffee.com slash mcwcast. Show your support for the MCW cast while sporting some great gear by going to teespring.com slash stores slash MCW cast. You can pick up a full line of official MCW cast merchandise from coffee mugs and face coverings to t-shirts and sweatshirts. Visit teespring.com slash stores slash MCW cast. All right, we are back, and we were just going over some of the matches that we have coming up at Seasons Beatings this Saturday, December 4th. We hope you'll join us there. Mm-hmm. All let's, right. Let's keep on running I know, down. We yeah. Did we go card. over four or five? Did we? I think we went oh, over five. Sorry. Five. Yeah. We went over five. Did yeah. Right. So we got four more. I guess here we are. The the woman's champion, uh, Ray Lynn, who's really kind of helping really revitalize Indeed. the women's division. Mm-hmm. Um, being Talk a... about somebody who has a lot of energy. Yeah. Oh yeah. She's got that that same kind of vibe, that just exuberant energy. She just literally bubbles over. I love doing interviews with her as well. And not just in the ring on her social media. I've been following Raylan oh, yeah? closely ever since she kind of came and and started her uh, path to success okay. here in MCW. And she's just a hoot. I <laughs> highly recommend you follow her on Instagram and Twitter. She's constantly putting out content okay. and uh, kind of that content that always brings a smile to your face. So. Uh, shout yeah, out a lot to of her. positive, and she's mm-hmm. 
super super talented and mm-hmm. another 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 person that's that's really getting out there she's done a lot of aew dark matches mm-hmm. um and so has her opponent mm-hmm. um layla gray who is from down in the florida area oh, okay. um and she's been doing a lot of aew dark stuff okay. herself now i'm not as familiar with layla gray Me neither. okay Me neither. Yeah. but she's in content she's got a title shot here so she must have something okay. that she brings to the table for and her. and we're gonna have her on a podcast that we're gonna tape so we'll be able to sit down and talk more with her pick okay. her brain um, a little bit yeah well but... i can tell you she's faced uh several tough opponents um such as nyla rose um uh thunder rosa oh wow yeah so i i'm not familiar with her either and i'm definitely looking forward to seeing her against ray lynn because I just love Ray Lynn. I think she's just fantastic. So Yeah, well, with those two names yeah. that you just mentioned, Nyla Rose, former AEW Women's Champion, and Thunder Rosa, who is... Uh, Definitely a future AEW Women's Indeed, team. indeed. And two yeah. formidable uh, women's wrestlers. So I, I, I'm looking forward to seeing what she brings in when she tangles with Ray Lynn for that championship. On And this is one that's been... It's been building for a while, and it's it's interesting. It kind of ends up with some some old MCW tie-ins here. Indeed, it does. With uh, Action Andretti taking on James Ellsworth, and um, Scarlett Bordeaux is going to be with Action Andretti, and King McBride is going to be with James Ellsworth. Mm-hmm. And obviously, people may rem- remember that Scarlett Bordeaux is a former Rage TV champion. Okay. How mind blowing is that? Yeah, <laughs> and How she li- beat King McBride. Oh. Okay, so now this There's is history. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and of course, McBride um, won the title back from Scarlett. This mm-hmm. was pre her WWE NXT uh-huh. signing, um, but that was a big moment in MCW. And um, yeah, so they're going to be in opposite corners. And obviously, um, this thing with Action Andretti and Ellsworth has been building for a couple months. Um, well, Ellsworth says that he should have been rightfully crowned Shane Shamrock Memorial Cup. Winner because he pinned Brandon Scott at Autumn Armageddon and uh, right. uh, Except- uh, Wald- no, Waldorf. Where were- uh, I'm sorry, I can't remember. That was Millersville. Millersville, thank you. It doesn't Armageddon, work that yeah, way. Yeah, I, I know it doesn't work that way, but um, finally now Action Andretti can be like, okay, you beat him by hook or by crook, now beat me. Okay? And we'll see. We'll see if you rightfully can claim the Shane Shamrock Memorial Cup championship. Um, and all the, all the, um, all the momentum in the world right now is with Action Andretti. Yes, indeed Coming it is. Coming off the Shane Shamrock Memorial Cup, and he's really quickly becoming um, probably one of the most the more popular guys um, in the in on the MCW shows. The fans are really taken to him. Absolutely. It was funny. A friend of mine, um, a friend of mine, texted me the other day that comes to the shows, and um, she was like, uh, "Hey, I'm getting my hair cut." And this lady's getting my her hair cut, and her son's got an Action Andretti shirt, and texted me, and I oh, was wow. like, "Yeah, he's he's um he's becoming quickly becoming pretty popular, you know." And if you're out there listening, he's, I think he's going to be one of the breakout guys that you're going to start seeing on the independent scene, you know, seeing a lot of. Yeah, well, I mean, he's already gotten an opportunity with Game Changer Wrestling, which is one of the heavyweights out there in the indie, mm-hmm. uh, you know, spectrum. Um, Have they well, used him? Has they, they've used him. So he went up to Atlantic City just to provide support. And I mean, like, sweeping the ring of mm-hmm. glass, you know, uh, crowd control. And then yeah. um, it was a weekend-long event, uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, all GCW events. And they mm-hmm. used him 
for a pre-show for one of the uh, one of the GCW shows, and I heard that was a amazing opportunity for him. Uh, and he also has been part of the new uh, resurgence of CZW. Uh, we all know CZW. Kind of a lot of our guys have gone through there on their way to wherever. And um, Action was one of the first wrestlers that DJ Hyde, who is still involved with CZW, sought out. Uh, as his new kind of like, hey, CZW's still around, and we're not just the deathmatch stuff. Let's show you some quality wrestling. So let's talk about that real quick too. Um, as a as a sidetrack here, did did CZW did they they just came back? So yeah, it's it's funny because when you mentioned ROH about having the really stern protocol, CZW just basically said we're not going to start doing shows again until it's safe or at least mm-hmm. partially safe enough to bring people back together. And they first came back with a breast cancer fundraiser uh which was a little savvy if you ask me because how are you really going to you know needle dj hyde if he's doing something that's tied in with such a worthy causes you know so he was getting a lot of crap dj he still is getting a lot of crap dan he is one of the most polarizing figures in all of pro wrestling indie wrestling because of just Things that he said on shoot interviews or things that have come out of his mouth in passing and ways that he's or made. people who have worked with him. Or people right. who have worked with him, you know. Um, but but he's really, I can't say that I commend him, but he's really kind of taking like a, I'm behind the scenes now with the new CZW. And I think he has to because the more that he's out there, the more it's going to do a disservice to guys like Fred Yehi and Action Andretti and whoever he's you know, using for his shows. But yeah, they are back. They did a show on November 21st. They've got a show coming up on December 19th, I believe. So Now, are they running at the um, old ECW arena again? No, they are running out of their training facility in Blackwood, New Jersey. So essentially, they have a school where they are still training. I believe uh, Roxy Cotton and The Rep are their head trainers. Was Jimmy Rave, who we, we spoke about Jimmy Rave losing his limbs not too long ago, a few uh, casts ago, but they are the head trainers, and they just kind of Gabby Gilbert. Gabby Gilbert, that's right. Well, I don't know her, <laughs> Roxy know, Cotton, but she yeah, was, Gab- she was here as Roxy Cotton, right? Yeah, ages ago, yeah, God, like maybe yeah. twenty two thousand six, maybe. Over I in, don't know. Over in um, it was... the the green the green room yeah. was when we had yeah. it. But they just basically take their facility and they put the pipe and drape up, so it looks kind of more like an arena, mm-hmm. and they have a limited yeah. capacity crowd, and yeah, they've been. They've been doing some. I haven't seen any of the shows, but I've heard great feedback and okay. actions on there. So the, the shows can't be half bad if they got if they're using quality like action. And 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 CZW, I guess everything with DJ isn't wasn't there like a split? Isn't that kind of how GCW Game Changer kind of started? Right. Well, Look. GCW, yeah, and it's funny because I I was associated with both brands uh, for a number of years, but. Uh, Brett Lauderdale and GCW wanted to start giving the fans what CZW used to give the fans because CZW had kind of lost its ways primarily due to the stewardship of DJ Hyde and decisions he had made and things that he had said and people that he'd worked with and alienated. So, uh, yeah, GCW really started gaining a lot of steam by just basically saying, hey, remember the old CZW that we used to love? Come here for that now. Oh, um, so yeah, it's, it's 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 an interesting story. It's perfect for a soap opera, but yeah, um, action has been doing some stuff up there, and I'm gonna be looking forward to seeing him tangle with uh, James Ellsworth and finally shut his mouth. And I can't wait to see how combustible it's gonna be between Scarlett and Ryan McBride with the history they have. Absolutely, yeah. After that, we um, 
we get into the the Rage TV Championship. Oh yeah, which is this is a, a potential show stealer right here. One hundred percent. As we go down these, these are all marquee matches. This is going to be mm-hmm. you know a great show. It really yeah. is on paper. Uh huh. Absolutely, it's going to be a great show. I don't think anybody is going to be at all disappointed. Oh, absolutely. Um, a not. lot of our a lot of our regulars were previously booked um, for another promotion that had given them the day. You know, like Ken Dixon Drolix. Ah. Uh. Um, so, but there's, so a lot of, you know, when these things happen, a lot of other people stepped up and, mm-hmm. um, but I think we put together what's going to be a really, a really great show. Well, there's only so seven. many weekends in December. Like that's yeah. a really tricky it's month because month. Yeah. you kind of got to do it the first weekend, you maybe yeah, you the don't second get weekend. Too close to Christmas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I don't even book parties past the second weekend in December just because it's too hectic. They wind up not having people come or whatever, but shows are the same way. I mean, you got to really get those in there that first or second weekend and then, you know, everybody just does their, you know, holiday thing and, you know. Kokoa versus Joe Keys yeah. for the MCW TV title. And maybe this week, um, if it is finished, hopefully, we'll, the winner of this match will be presented with a new MCW Rage TV championship. Ah. I don't think there's ever been a belt in MCW history that's needed an, an update and a fresh look more than the MCW Rage TV Man, title. that title <laughs> has some history on it, though. Yeah, yeah, I remember when Jeff Jones unveiled it. That, yeah. like, I remember. At, at, at Michael's. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Michael's Eve Avenue. Um, I remember. Talk about wear and tear. Yeah. <laughs> talk about wear and tear well, on that you title. know, it really just represents that era you know with the flames on the side and you know it, it really that was that was that uh late 90s early 2000 style that kind of you yeah, know, yeah. Every, yeah. I, i've you know. seen the plates i'm really looking forward to to the fans seeing it the new belt obviously yeah. we we wanted it a little bit before then but we're we're working with the um the belt maker that that um has the contract with AEW. Oh, um, okay. So he's been he's been tied up. Yeah, speaking of Jeff Jones, mm-hmm. um they kind of connected us with that. So he's been a little tied up cuz he's obviously contracted with Yeah, AEW. he's got to make some belts for uh, gotta, you know, the big show, you he's know. He's got to make some belts for them. So it, it hoping it's going to be done this weekend. Um the last time I checked in, that was the goal. Um, but I'd like to be able to present that belt with the winner of this match. Um, but Joe is a former Rage TV champion himself, and uh, you know this is actually the match to me. This is one of the matches I, that that I'm looking most forward to. I think this is going to be a great match. Yeah, so. well, when the title's on the line, it's always just a, that much more significant. So you know these two athletes, mm-hmm. decorated, uh, they're going to test one another, and. Only one will emerge champion at the end of it, so we're going to see. Yep, and you know, Kakoa, I want to call him out for a second and say he, he moved to Florida, as everybody knows, and he still maintained that commitment to MCW. Absolutely. You know, he comes up here, flies up for every show. Like, he is still very much, you know, MCW runs through his veins, you know, and so this means so much to him. And, you know, he's obviously like a fan favorite as well. Um, He's always got a line of people waiting to see him and talk to him and the kids love him. So I just feel like he is going to hang on to that title for all that he can, you know. And he's definitely a a top fan favorite Mm -hmm. um, in MCW. And Kako is another guy, much like Dante, I give a shout out that his um, his his time he's a guy that like he he deserves that opportunity, Mm -hmm. deserves to be in one of the major promotions. Um, unfortunately, it seems like right now when you talk about like the Ring of Honor restructuring and I, obviously it's 
very common news of everybody. WWE, unfortunately, um, made everybody. a lot of roster yeah. cuts, which is, you know, um, there's obviously a lot of speculation as to what's happened on there. But I just to kind of touch on that, I just read the other day, I didn't realize it was this much. Somebody was reporting they released released eighty people this year. In wow. Yeah, that, that, well, that's the thing. It's been ongoing releases. We but keep, just this year, right? We that keep, blew me away. Yeah. Eighty people this year. I know there was several like groups, but I didn't realize it was eighty people. That, that people was shocking died. when I read that. I was wow. like, "Is that right?" And then I started reading down the list and was like, "Yeah, it actually does." Look well, like, they had um, a lot of people under contract. Yeah, I think, and they mean, still do. I, I they still think, do. Yeah, I think um, that's kind of. And, and it's probably one of the things that hurt Ring of Honor um, in the sense of Gar- I, I, there was this and it was right before the pandemic, like AEW was coming on the scene. They were starting to lock people up. WWE then started locking people up. And I guess Ring of Honor was like, well, we got to guarantee some money, too. And I think it was probably bad all the way around. Like it was good for talent, but a little a overkill, people, a little right. overkill. Mm-hmm. And then companies there, you, you, you know, you can only put out so much money and then they go, Whoa, what have we done here? What have we done? <laughs> you here? know? Yeah. yeah so, so, but so we're in that time, but there's, you know, it, it's all timing and, and there's a lot of politics, obviously people yeah. getting hired, but I think Kako is a guy that, that I, he's one of those guys, him, Dante, guys, that, and and not to take anything away from Joe Key because he's another one too, mm-hmm. that I wouldn't be surprised at any time if they get snatched up. Absolutely, you know, yeah. So we're time. looking forward to that one. And guess what? While all that's going on, better for us because we get these quality, <laughs> yeah. you know, we get to yeah. do these quality matches and the yeah. guys yeah. get some uh, notches in their belt. Mm-hmm. Then the big main oh, event. Oh, my gosh. First steel cage match in a long time. Yeah. Um, Moses and Brian Johnson, and this one's gotten really personal. Yes, it has. Really personal. Yes, and, indeed. Um, I don't know if anybody saw the the way that the match ended at the Shamrock Cup for the heavyweight title was scary as hell. It was a big kaboom, and um, um, you know we were concerned. Two guys, this, you know, it was a big bump off mm-hmm. the top rope to the floor, and it was scary through a table. Yeah, yeah, you it know? was scary, and it ended in a no de- a no decision, no contest. Well, guess um, what? They're not going out of the ring through a table yeah, in this one because they're going to be confined. Confined in a steel cage. Yeah. And um, Moses is determined. I got to tell you, um, I've really been impressed with him the last couple months because Khan, um, you know, for, and I still get people, we, we, we've talked about this, and I, I don't know if they've talked about it on social media, but I'll get like inboxes from our regular fans and stuff where they ask about Khan. Uh, you people ask, like, did something happen with Khan and MCW? No, he just moved to Texas. Yeah, he's right. in Texas now. Just yeah. being really transparent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He moved to Texas, and, um, you know, he moved out there, and he's out near Shane Taylor. Um, so he moved out there. So a lot of times all this traveling and all it doesn't work out, whether from a right. financial standpoint or um, – so he's out there, and he's actually doing a lot of single stuff in Texas. Mm-hmm. Yes, indeed. I see him if you follow him yeah. on social media. He's wrestling for a lot of I companies do. down in Texas. And um, so, the, yeah, the, the – um, Sons of Savagery or mm-hmm. Soldiers of Savagery. Right, yeah. Um, are still a team. They're the current reigning six-man tag team champions in Ring of Honor. But I've really been impressed with how he's stepped up as Moses. To me, I'm watching Moses' promos and stuff, and I'm like, really? He's really looking like a star. He's come a long way from Cue the Dog. From Cue the Dog. <laughs> Cue the Dog. <laughs> I will really always say it just to pop Dan. Really, I, <laughs> I know. How about, how about this? Cue a little, the Dog always be my favorite. A little trivia. Does anyone remember the last Steel Cage match here at MCW? Here or the last Steel Cage match that MCW had? The last Steel like Cage in match in Joppa. Was it McBride and the Bruiser at 
I don't know. I was thinking the last one was in Hollywood. And with Joey and RJ Bruiser. Was that the last one? Well, what's our? our I, that's the last one I remember. I'm Ask sure that John. wasn't the last one. Oh, yeah, our director. Our, oh, Ken Dixon, against. Ah, that, that's 2018. Right. You're right. 2018. You're right. Okay, yeah. 2018. Dixon. Oh yeah, that was seasons, the career. Seasons beatings. It was seasons beatings. We do right. cage matches in December, um, right. because the the McBride Bruiser was a steel cage match in okay. December. Um, well, okay. they're, you know, from a um, production standpoint and all, they're kind of a pain in the butt to do. <laughs> so do it at the uh, end of the year. Harder. Yeah. Especially on the road. Yeah. On the road. Oh, gosh. Set yeah, up I can imagine. You got to have another truck. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's a lot. So that's been it's three years, huh? John, three years. Uh, season's okay. beatings, 2018. So, wow. You know, you forget, like, the whole the whole global gimmick thing. It's yeah. 17 months. It's mm -hmm. still like that. It's like. It's I don't know. Sometimes I feel like that time didn't happen. Yeah, like we were just on pause, but it did. So that's one of the reasons it's been three years because we, pretty much a year and a half, we were you know just kind of stagnant. Yeah. Well, what a so. great way to refamiliarize our fans with how we do a steel cage match when Brian Johnson puts the MCW championship on the line against Moses. Now Brian Johnson is no fan favorite. I mean, Not he at is all. I mean, if he could. I don't think it's possible for him to make anybody make more people mad. He tries to like fight the crowd. I mean, like he literally puts that flag in their face and is like, "I'll fight you. Yeah. I'll fight you. I'll fight your dad. I'll fight your grandma." And I'm like, he just doesn't Dude. care. And he takes a lot no. of cheap shots. He and does. That's yeah. One of the reasons I think too, this has kind of gotten personal. Yeah. Um, because of the way he won the the Bruiser Strong yeah. Rumble and mm -hmm. won the title, and Moses was the last guy, and mm -hmm. Moses was one of RJ's. You know, obvious, you know, top students yeah. and, and um, prize mm -hmm. students. And he's taken some personal shots at RJ. And I think it's just gotten really personal here. Yeah, yeah. I agree. You know, for that. I wouldn't be surprised if Moses bounces him from pillar to post <laughs> within the confines of that steel cage. But uh, crafty, if there's not one thing that we can't yeah. say that Brian Johnson is, it's crafty. Uh, mm -hmm. Like a seasoned vet, uh, you know, old school. Um, so Moses better be on his toes inside there because you never know. But this is going to yeah. be a good one. I think I think they're all show stealers. Yeah, I think so. Like I said, all that. marquee matches, mm -hmm. all marquee matches. For you're not going to be disappointed if you come out to the MCW Arena for seasons beatings this week. That's, That's right. right. And don't forget the unwrapped. Wig. I was That's just going to say that you read her mind. Sorry. Wait, I got a better one for you. Why don't you stop by Hideaway Collectibles first, pick up your tickets to the show, and grab some toys off their shelves, bring them to the show, and drop them off. There you go. And if you've forgotten where it is, it is Hollywood Avenue, right down the street from Jimmy's Famous Seafood, HideawayCollectibles.com. They are our authorized ticket outlet, and you can go there or visit MCWProWrestling.com. And if it, a cheap plug for my birthday that just passed, I'm a huge Big Boss Man fan. Oh so boy. if anybody <laughs> sees a, a, a Boss Man set, you know, one of his legendary matches. Yeah, bring one uh, for the kids. Unwrapped away for Toys for Tots and one for Larry And one Lenny. for me. That's right. Yeah, why not? I might as well plug myself. I turned 40. I think <laughs> well, I that's, that's a big one. Yeah, so. it's a big old All birthday. Right. So. You can have that. Awesome. All right, very good. Well, with that said, I think that uh, this preview edition of the MCW cast is about to wrap. We're going to be looking forward to seeing everybody right here at the MCW Arena on Saturday, December the 4th for Season's Beatings. You, you play, 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 play.